Hey guys, welcome back to the Showcase Podcast with your host Peter Kim, that's me. Uh, I'm having a really great week. It's been really fun uh, hanging out. I've had a beach day with all my Showcase friends that you've heard on this podcast. Some of you who haven't. Uh, so go back and listen to those people that you haven't listened to and make sure you're rating and reviewing on iTunes or wherever you are listening to your podcast because it really helps the podcast get, some, uh, get more visibility and grow and share it with your friends, especially the episodes that you really enjoy. Uh, today's episode, uh, we feature none other than James the Third. That's right, not Junior the Third. Uh, and he's a comedian, actor, impressionist, writer, creator, just over all around like super fun nerd, uh, self-proclaimed. And you'll see a week nerd out in this podcast a lot. And I hope you enjoy it. I mean, I miss being Mike. It's like making love to a dolphin. I'm looking for my dinner. Part of today, and I was like, I hadn't listened to any episodes today, but I'm going to go record. <laughs> oh, you did? Where did you see yeah. Jay? Uh, we both had, I had a commercial audition. Oh, okay. So we both auditioned for this part. It was just like a a dude. It was like yeah. dude in an ice cream commercial or something. That's perfect for you. I know. Yeah. I was like, I want to be... I hope I get to be this to dude. dude. <laughs> uh, well, it's great because um, maybe yours will be the first one you listen to. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. maybe. And I, I, you know, it's nice that you don't know the questions yet. So right, nice yeah. That. I have no idea what's happening. I get to a, a surprise attack you with it. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we got James III in the studio today. Hello, James. You know what? Let's cheers, Clink. Ooh, cheers. Drinking some soju right now, some yes. Korean. Uh, I guess for lack of a better term, it's like Korean sake, although I hate comparing something Korean to something Japanese. Yeah, doesn't seem fair. Yeah, <laughs> all those years of imperial oppression. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, sake is a Korean soju. It's right. <laughs> what do you think of it? It's very good. It's very light. It's nice, right? Yeah. Some people think it tastes like rubbing alcohol. Oh, that's interesting. But it's kind of just flowery and junipery. But now that you say it, I'm like, I can understand why people would say that. Yeah, yeah. But this is good. Whereas yeah. I couldn't imagine drinking rubbing alcohol because yeah, that would yeah. be bad. Oh, <laughs> like horrible. I would hate doing that. Yeah, yeah. This is what I grew up on, actually. Oh, you when, grew up on this? Yeah. Wait, when how we long young, have you been drinking this? Since I was 13 years old. What? Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> you know, I didn't drink until four days after my 21st birthday. No way. Yes way. Why? You I didn't have a a sip, not a sip, not one sip, not a single sip. So wait, so you were thirteen? Oh, okay. I want to get back. Well, I want to get back to you though. So quickly, thirteen. I was. Um, <clears throat> I grew up in Flushing, Queens, which is mm -hmm. like a big uh, Korean immigrant diaspora. Yeah. And within those cultural like areas, you know, as you probably know, um, there's a lot of like Korean bars that are shady and they don't check ID. <laughs> they don't care. Like as long as you have money, like you could look like a child and they'll still serve you drinks. Uh -huh. So I was I grew up drinking this and getting fucked up on this. And um, until I think like after my right around college, I stopped drinking it and I started getting into like other liquors. But this is the only liquor I could actually buy even yeah. beer like you can't go to the liquor store and buy beer but like you go to korean spots and drink this okay so i would get drunk on this exact kind of drink yeah yeah 
That's what's so, up. A lot of nostalgia and memory. A lot of bad nights growing up. <laughs> being a fucking... But now, but but with nostalgia, like, it makes you feel good about it, though, right? Like, yeah, you feel good about how drunk you got and how gross Yeah, like, oh, I was so dumb <laughs> and in the closet, you know, <laughs> angry. Right, all of those bad feelings are now like, oh, yeah, I was so stupid there. <laughs> <laughs> so back to you. You yeah. didn't drink till four days after your 21st yeah, birthday. Yeah, I was like, I mean, you can probably tell this about me, but I was like a very... I was like, I used to be super religious. I wasn't at Me this too. time, but I but I used to be super religious, and I used to be like very like high on myself as far as the way that I looked at the world. Oh, I don't think that were you I, like a Jesus warrior. Not a warrior, but yes. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. And same, I, and, same with me. Okay, and yeah. I don't think so. I don't think that it was something that I. I never like pushed it off on other people, uh-huh. but that was definitely how I looked at myself. And, sure. Um, and I was like, I was very much like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna drink at all. Yeah, you know, or smoke weed at, or, at all. I thought I was going to yeah. never even do it at all. And I think at that time I had smoked weed, or maybe, mm. or maybe I had thought very much about it and had hadn't done it. But where did you um, grow up? Uh, Ohio, Akron, Ohio, Ohio, Akron, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you moved here from New York, right? That's right. We'll get to that in a sec. So Akron, yeah. Ohio. Yeah. What are your parents doing out there? So my mom, just my mom, she is a she's a nurse. Okay. Um, and she's now like her position now is more than just like she's not an RN. She's like mm. levels beyond that now. Like she oh. uh, started to be she was like a psychiatric nurse for a while. She went back and got her degree to do that, to study psychology and um and uh, and then and then now she's like she works at the the VA, the Department of Veterans Affairs uh-huh. in Cleveland and like uh does her exact like administrative position is like, stuff? Yeah, yeah. She's, she's more like, the boss now. She's more the boss now. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Um, what was uh, growing up in Akron like? I it was good. I like I liked Ohio. I liked Akron. It was quiet. Mm. Um, I lived so this is weird because this is not the typical experience of someone that grew up in Akron. But I lived in a neighborhood that was cut off by woods, so it was surrounded by woods. And then oh. at the end of the other street was a was a farm. Whoa! Yeah, so like, so I probably live where people when people think about uh, Ohio. Yeah, I probably live exactly where people are thinking about. But yeah, yeah. a few blocks over where all my friends lived is gotcha. not this. You know what I mean? Yeah, like it yeah, wasn't yeah. that at all. You had you access know? to kind of ruralness, mm-hmm. but yeah. you were also in a neighborhood with a bunch of people, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did you go into the woods and hang out a lot? All the time. Ooh, like all a, the time. Like a young black Calvin and Hobbes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's so cool. <laughs> I was a big. I love Jurassic Park, and so I would go into the woods and pretend that T Rex. That's right. Don't you know every were, single word? I know every single word of Jurassic Park. <laughs> if if I needed to, That's I could so do the whole thing me. right now. Did, were you a fan of the book as well, or uh, yes. just the movie? I didn't, but I didn't read the book until later. I didn't read it until I was uh, older. But I've okay. loved Jurassic Park since 1993. I think is when the movie came out. Mm-hmm. Um, but the but the book I didn't read the book until like high school or something. Okay, yeah, I gotcha. did a I did a book report on the Lost World in middle school, but I <laughs> didn't read it. <laughs> you just watched the movie. I just watched the movie, <laughs> and then and and knowing that they were different, I like made up what was different. Certain about things. Did you looking get, back on yeah. it though? Uh, I I think that Steven Spielberg did to the Lost World what I did to it, which was he had he had only read Jurassic Park. Uh, the Lost World wasn't even finished yet when he was working on the movie. Like the book itself wasn't finished when he was working on the movie. So like he, they took stuff that they knew. Yeah. From Jurassic Park. Yeah. And more of it is Jurassic Park than than the Lost. Then it is yeah. Lost World. Oh god. Gotcha. <laughs> there are like scenes from Jurassic Park. 
that are in. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. And okay, this is very nerdy, and I know probably not the point of your podcast, but uh, no, please. And there's it's about a, you. There's a scene in the end of the book mm. of the Lost World that I think Michael Crichton was using the the movie of Jurassic Park as inspiration for. So there's this weird <gasps> like interesting there's this kind of weird, feedback loop. Yeah, where yeah. like parts of the Lost World book are the Jurassic Park movie and then wow. and then parts of the Lost World movie are the Jurassic Park book. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah, yeah. What a great tidbit. I yeah, would have no, never known that. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. And I think I'm probably one of only a handful of people that look at that scene at the Lost World and go, this is definitely that scene from Jurassic Park. Oh, <laughs> you know wow. what I mean? Like, yeah, I, that's a little I've Easter never, egg just for you. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, this is the same thing. You know? <laughs> so you grew up in Akron. Mm-hmm. So you grew up religious. Yes. Okay, what kind of religion? So Baptist Christian is mm. what I guess you would call it. Okay. Um, my family wasn't necessarily religious. My mom wanted to take us to church and sort of gave up after a, after a while. Yeah. And didn't even go to church that often herself. Yeah. She doesn't she does now though. Um okay. uh, she goes regularly now. Yeah. And is like the type of person that and she didn't used to be this type of person. She she was in her twenties and thirties when she was raising us. But um she now is the type of person that is like, you know, God bless and pray about it and says stuff like that just in just in conversation. Yeah. And she didn't used to be that, but she took us to church all the time, and I, and you know, when she could, and tried really hard to get us into that. But then, when I was in middle school, a good friend of mine was very religious, uh. and I thought he was really cool. <laughs> and um, what was cool about him? What did you I see? Know, in I him? just thought he was a cool dude. People we, liked him. He had he, friends. He also had. I there's a there's a thing that I think that Christians have. Uh, some, not all. Mm-hmm. But that's very much like, it seems like they understand their place in the world. Yeah, yeah. Some um, confidence, a little swag. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That like is just connected to that faith or, or whatever. Sure, sure. And he definitely exhibited that as a, as a sixth grader was when I met him. The coolest sixth grader. You know, yeah, no. Like, but like he wasn't the coolest guy. You know, it wasn't like that. Yeah. I guess he was like Christian cool. You know what I mean? Like, that's to, very to cool. Me, yeah, you know? yeah. Um, and uh, so... You know, we I, I worked with him in like an outreach program uh-huh. and, um, you know, uh, uh, accepted Christ into my life through him. Like he prayed with me for yeah, that moment. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, saved. Uh, saved me. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> uh, he was the guy who saved me. <laughs> uh, Our heroes uh, he come took... in different ages and sizes. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and like he was a big part of my life for, for that. And then at, then at the same time, so was God. Do you uh, still talk to him? No, you don't. Uh, we don't talk. We we uh, after middle school, like we didn't go to school together anymore, and we mm-hmm. weren't nearly as close after that. Yeah. And then and then I went out to New York, and you know took more uh, classes and, and stuff, risks. and and started feeling like. What kind of class are we talking about? Like, I mean, like you just just learning more history stuff. Oh, um, oh, it I just see, started I feeling differently about Christianity. As sure. A, as a Did sort you go of, to college in New York? Mm-hmm. Where'd you I went go? to Marymount Manhattan College. Gotcha. Okay. And uh, and I just started to feel, I had a different relationship with God. Yeah. It's still, what it, it what it currently is, is what is is super frowned upon in the, in the church. But it's like, it's that relationship of like, when I'm really, really, really down, sometimes I'll go, God, why? And I'm really talking to God <laughs> sure. in, in my mind, you know? Sure, sure. Um, and I don't like that. I actually don't like that. You don't like that you rely like I wish, on it in emergencies? Like I wish that I was either a Christian or an atheist, but I, instead I live somewhere you're, in between. You're where a part-time like, crook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where it's like a part of my, it's a part yeah. of my life 
And I'm like, I wish I were either a better Christian or a better atheist. What makes you not as good of a Christian? Is it because it's not as... Well, because I don't know that I believe it. Okay. That's I don't know. Fair. I don't know that I really believe it. Yeah. But I. But it is ingrained in me. Right. Uh, so what's ingrained in you? Like the lessons or the, the, like... Not so much the doctrine. Not so much the lessons because I feel like I'm a... I feel like I'm a person who believes that we should all be considered equal, et cetera, et cetera. All the mm-hmm. stuff that like that that it's that thing when some when when people argue that Jesus isn't the Son of God, yeah, you know, they argue though that he was a great man who thought yeah. great things. Like yeah. I th- think that way, you know what I mean? I don't, yeah. I don't think that anyone is lesser than, and I think that we're all we should all you, we should always help people, and I, you know, I believe that way, yeah. Um, but it but it is ingrained in me that. Like every now and again, a scripture will pop in my head. Sure, you know what I mean? And sure, I'll be sure, like, sure. oh, right, that, that, you know, or, right. uh, or you know, when I'm down, I'll, I'll call on God for help, yeah. you know, in a way that's like, who, uh, who am I really if I'm doing, you know? Right, like, right. Well, that's interesting you say that because I grew up with in a very similar way mm-hmm. and I was kind of, it was in that world and I was in the evangelical circle. So yeah. I was going out like with signs and shit. Yeah, yeah. Not like God hates fags, but like mm-hmm. save your soul. Like come talk to us. Like, come, you know, here's a church pamphlet. Like, yeah. Cause all my friends were doing it. Yeah. Like, like you were talking about. So I had no other identity to really, you know, at that, that young age, you're really just searching and grasping for something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're trying on different identities, different clothes, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, after you know college and stuff happened, like you, I started to get more disillusioned, yeah. and also I was like heavily in the closet. So I was like, you know, that's something I have to like grapple with. And a lot of times, I felt like it was my church was telling me like it was my cross to bear. Yeah, so it's we all have our crosses to bear. Yeah, and that's just your struggle. And right. I was like, well, why? Why does it have to be that? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And you know, after like jumping all the way left to atheism, right. Which, you know, I read a lot of those like Richard Dawkins types of books and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've swung all the way that way where I was like, fuck God, any, anybody, you know, kind of like, what's his name? That liberal comic that has the sh- Bill Maher, uh-huh, where yeah. he calls like all religious people fucking idiots and right. shit. You know, like I was of that mind uh-huh. in college. And then I came back to the middle after I started doing like, um, actually, there was a book I read called God, a Biography. Mm-hmm. And it's by Jack Miles. It's an amazing book. It's very dense. Yeah. And it won the Pulitzer Prize and all that. And it's about like comparative theology. And what it looks at is it looks at the Bible uh, and uh, kind of analyzes God as a literary character. Yeah. As opposed to like a deity. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And what he really breaks down is that and through like anthropological evidence and linguistical evidence and stuff like that. It shows how like the religion we now know as Christianity is like a pigeon religion. It it comes from so many different types of religions that are packed together and then politically reorganized and canonized and all that shit that we know. And at the end of the day, what it really is saying is that like, sure, is God real? Is God not real? Are these all oral histories and stuff like that? And what it, kind of leaves the reader to take away is that, hey, all of these centuries and millennia of people from like Sumerians down to like Baptist Christians today, we believe in something because something was passed down. Right. No matter if you like agree with it or not, if if these amount of people historically have believed something, there must be something to it. Right. Whether it's magical or not, or whether like it's just the fact that, 
all these people uh, saying to reminding themselves, like, be like Jesus and love one another yeah. is the lesson to learn. You know, mm-hmm. like, so I, I think I'm in a similar place as you where, like, you know, you know, that saying, like, there are no atheists in the foxhole. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I kind of feel like that, too. Like, I think if I'm being, like, I, I don't know, if there's a gun to my head, maybe I will cry out to Jesus or, right, cry, or whoever right. I knew as this figure that I feel like should have more uh, knowledge yeah. <laughs> than I do. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know shit, you know? <laughs> right. But right. also being, like, a health, you know, in a healthy way, skeptical about all the cultiness about organized religion right. because that that's really when it turns yeah yeah and I, I think i said this in another podcast too but like you know comedy uh acting performance that's all like you know improv schools that's all cults it's all the oh, same 100%. it's all the same thing 100 percent. and no guess what nobody takes an improv class because your life's going swell right <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm saying like there's something wrong with you know us. my life's so good <laughs> yeah. my life's so good i'm gonna go into improv <laughs> yeah <laughs> Because exactly. it's too good, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, and you know when uh, when the when absolute power corrupts, you know, like that's when these organizations really turn. I think, is right? Like even like these uh, improv schools that start out really like, hey, let's all be about helping each other, mm-hmm. blah, 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 and it turns into a business, right? And then I mean, you know, the big, the bigger, the bigger something gets, the harder it is to contain yeah the beast right like yeah. the beast underneath or, yeah. what, or whatever it is absolutely um, well that's interesting because um my first impression of you would have never been uh <laughs> like an ex-christian straight edge oh guy. really yeah i thought i my first impression of you were, was like very cool and fun and like uh, yeah no <laughs> i think maybe the maybe a little bit of the aloofness made me thought like i was like oh he's he's too cool you know what i'm saying <laughs> Like that kind of like that's what very I read funny first. that that too cool is what your first read on me was because <laughs> I personally feel like no one thinks I'm no one can think that I'm cool <laughs> because of how like weird I feel like. <laughs> well, what was your first impression of me? I mean, I I mean, I don't know if it was a different first impression. I feel like uh, you're super funny. Yeah. I mean, that my first impression was that like yeah yeah this guy's really funny. He, uh, I feel like you have it's the same it's the i'm gonna just describe how you how you come off to me sure like uh uh you have a big personality that is a magnetic Uh. and um and you like speak i think one of the first things you said to me was something (laughs) like uh why they why they you said something like uh i'm tired of people being racist to me all the time you know being directly racist to me all Uh, day uh, so uh, so i also had this impression of you that you were like you weren't gonna take shit lying down yeah yeah Uh, and i feel like that's still who you are now like i feel feel like (laughs) that that's (laughs) exactly who you you are and 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 felt like you were whatever well maybe it's this maybe Okay, do you feel like when you enter a room, like a new room, yeah. you tend to be like the guy who's like who dives in or who's like sits no, back and let me take a, let me take a look. Oh, you're taking a That's look. That's me. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, I'm yeah. not I I don't my aura isn't in the room before I'm in the room. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I'm not one of those people. Interesting way to put it. Um yeah. I, f- I but I feel like there are a lot of people like that, right? Where yeah. like uh they burst in with so much they've already filled the whole room. You yeah. Know? That's definitely not me. Yeah. I gotta like see what's going on. That's interesting. I, I feel like I was <clears throat> kinda like you growing up. Uh huh. Like kind of just sitting back and being quiet and not like not really like making the first move and just like calculating. Yeah, yeah. And then as I got older, 
I found that uh, my life is way easier if I just initiate. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? If I just go, mm-hmm. just tell everyone, here's what I want. Yeah. This is what I expect. Yeah. Either give it to me or don't. I feel like that's, I mean, as someone who has, I examine what I'm doing and uh, hate everything that I do. <laughs> Uh, well, a uh, comedian. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I feel like that's a better way to just even live. You it's know? hard, like, though. I, yeah. It ha- it's hard. I, I can't imagine it be being almost del- easy. You have but- to be delusional. Okay, sure. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, because I think, you know what happened is at some point in my life, I think around college, mm-hmm. I got sick of, like, uh, apologizing yeah, for yeah. being there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was like, what the f- I, can't I do still, this you know, I still do it. I yeah. still do it, and I do to, it the, too. to the point where, like, but I'm, but I'm only just now realizing that that's what it is that I'm doing. You know, uh. Um, uh, you know, like I've always felt like uh, I don't belong in the room that I'm in. You know, Same. Like, oh, how did I get? How did I get here? Yeah. You know? uh, like, I, a friend said to me this like a year ago. Like, I definitely don't have. They said I definitely don't have imposter syndrome, and then. After they said that, I looked into myself and I was like, I think I do. I, I definitely do. <laughs> I think I 100% do. And I don't know when I'll get over it. <laughs> well, that's, that's exactly it. Is that like I've lived with imposter syndrome my whole life mm-hmm. that the and, you know, I'm a little older than you are. Sure. You know, uh, through my life, what and, you know, a lot of people say like, oh, you walk in, you're so confident, blah, blah. It's really not. What it is yeah. is age. Mm-hmm. And when you get old enough, I think to a certain point, everybody ages differently. But yeah. for me. When I hit in my 30s, I really started to like examine uh, mortality. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, which made me go. I I have to cut out. I you know um, Amy Amy uh, um, the fuck I can't remember her name right now. Not Amy Sedaris. <laughs> okay, Amy. That's the only Amy I know. No, you don't. Come on. <laughs> the only Amy I know is Amy Sedaris. <laughs> well, SNL. Uh, Amy from SNL Polar. Amy Polar. What the fuck is wrong? With me? <laughs> Amy. Uh, Amy Schumer. I drag uh, a little too. Yeah, Amy, I was gonna say uh, Amy Schumer, but like no. Amy Polar's book. Yes, please. She talks about time travel mm-hmm. a lot. Did you read that book? No. <clears throat> okay, so she talks about how like when you have these moments of clarity uh, at any moment when you're being present. Yeah. You could be so present that at another time you could travel back to that presence. Oh, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, like, that's very interesting. Yeah, and I there's my theory on the like uh, cutting out the the imposter syndrome or like trying to or yeah. you know like having a daily practice of it. Yeah, is knowing that like I could die today. Yeah. So like, how much time am I spending questioning if I'm an imposter, mm-hmm. and how much time can I use that? in a different way. You know what I'm saying? And really like just kind of adding and subtracting time within like total values. I I have to bring this up. Please. I don't know why, but we were, we were talking about Adam Rubin's everything off, Uh uh, off mic. And in the death episode, he talks about how without, without, because his main point is like, just realize that you're going to die and believe that you're going to die. Yeah. Without that, you could waste a lot of time. Is one of the points that they make. Interesting. I mean, and it's like, and it's a lot to say. Whoa. I mean, you know, what I mean, it's a big. Um, I feel like that's a big bold statement to make, but yeah. it's very true, it's right? Like it's true. what you just said. Like, yeah. it, like unless you're thinking like I could die at any moment, you don't care. Like, 
you could spend fifteen. You could spend fifteen minutes doing something that's meaningless and nonsense, right? You could like, waste but so much time. But if you, but if you have come to terms with that, like uh-huh. one day I'm going to die, yeah. could be today. Then yeah, you yeah. are taking advantage of every moment. Hopefully, right? Hopefully. Yeah, exactly. Theoretically, <laughs> doing something that you've, yeah, exactly, that brings you joy, yeah, or you affect joy in others or change or whatever. There's a book right there, uh, Ernest Becker. He's a pop psychologist. I think it's from the '50s called Denial of Death. I'm bu- sorry, I'm pointing at, for the podcast view. I'm pointing at my stack of books that are on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that book talks about how we death is something that is constant for everyone, yeah. and we all know it. We yeah. all intellectually understand it because the minute we're born, we're dying, right? And we understand that mortality is something that we're going to have to face, but we live our entire lives denying it. Yeah. And yeah. trying to forget mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. And that book also talks about like once you grasp the idea of death yeah. and come to peace with it, then your life begins. Yeah. 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 Very cool. Oh, wow. Well, <laughs> here we, we go. <laughs> we went deep and it's the first question. <laughs> yeah. The first question was, what was your first impression of me? <laughs> <laughs> cool. <laughs> so, um, you, to me, you come off as a very like silly, goofy, great kind of like uh, a more like impish, childish energy. Yeah, you know, not like a heaviness. Sure. Yeah. Do you get heavy sometimes uh, when you're not around people? Or yeah. Just- I mean, well, so we just talked about death in a very uh, open way. Sure. I feel like I'm. I uh, one of my conversations might lead to that very early on, very quickly. On. Um. I don't know. Like I, I'm thinking about it a lot <laughs> uh, lately. Uh, no, I think it just in, in, general. in general. I think even yeah. when I was when I was younger, I was that way. Um, I, I mean, the question is just: Do I get? Do I get deep? Is that the question? That you no, not said? not deep, but yeah, like yeah. Um, or heavy. The the other side, like, do you cry? When's the last time? So you cried? so I I don't cry a lot. Interesting. Uh, and I typically only cry uh, with my wife. Okay. Um, do you think that's uh, of? I mean, obvious. This is such a stupid question, but is it because you trust her to be vulnerable around? Uh, I think it's. It may not even just be that. I mean, obviously, I do trust her to be vulnerable around her, but I think it's also just because, like, she and I feel good about this, but bad about the fact that I don't cry other times. Okay. <laughs> um, she is just so close to me mm. that. Uh, she's always she's gonna get to a place where like oh that's a button that I don't like or that's an area that I, that I personally don't like to talk about but here we are we're here and mm-hmm. like why do I exist you know what I mean or whatever it is that I'm crying about <laughs> <laughs> wow uh, existentialism uh, yeah. yeah you know uh, if you're gonna cry about anything it should be that right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean I feel like that I that's I, I cry I cry with her I cry feeling like I cry with her feeling like um. I'm not. I'm not meeting her on her level. I cry thinking about like uh, I'm not doing the thing that I want to be mm-hmm. doing, mm-hmm. which is often the, one of the things that we will get in the spats about. Like, oh, like why are we? You know, why do we live in this shitty apartment? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, we live in this shitty apartment because like, uh, like we're trying to do this business and it's so hard, you know, yeah. or whatever. I um, achieve my dreams. Uh, that's why. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, What's your wife do? She's an actor as well. She's an actor as well. Mm-hmm. How did you guys meet? We met in school. In school? Marymount? <laughs> yeah, at Marymount. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, so you guys have been together for a long time. Yeah, and we broke up for a brief period mm-hmm. of time. Um, but we were together for... We were Essentially, I've been together for this, that, that whole time. Like, we met in... A, like, we... we 
how do I describe this? We did a play at the end of junior year. Okay. She was dating somebody at the time. Mm. I was single, but I thought she was very pretty. Mm-hmm. Then um, we went to like two plays together over the over the summer. They weren't dates, but like one of them could have been. Okay. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? She uh, was she she was still with this guy or no? Uh, no. no. Oh, okay, it was past that. Uh, it was past that. And then like, um, and then we like made it official the semester following. So like, you know what I mean? Like it was, it was like a very long uh, sort of courtship of like, are we even courting kind of was, was a significant part of it. (laughs) Yeah. Do you feel like it was because she was kind of getting over it? She didn't want you to be like a rebound. Well, so yes, I do think that like, she definitely was saying like, I need time. Mm -hmm. Once, once I started to make, my intentions known and clear. Yeah. How, what does that look like? Uh, what does that look like? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so what it actually looked like <laughs> for us was we were in a we were in a play together in in senior year then. So it was the next project that we did together, and we would like pass notes to each other across oh, the stage. Okay, uh, it was a big ensemble cast, so it would be like, and I still have one of them somewhere, like a tiny little oh, tiny little note. That's so uh, cute. Uh, and we would like. I don't even remember what they said, but they were like dumb and cute and stuff. Yeah. Um, and th- so like that was what making my my intentions known looked like. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I think I told her that I loved her at some <gasps> point before, before we were Before you guys even, were official? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Uh, uh, but you did love her. But I did. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you did love and her. I, and how did she react? And she, you know, she was like, shocked you know oh. but also like i can't you know i can't say that to you right now or okay. whatever yeah 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 uh but you were very upfront with her right and yeah. she kind of <laughs> had to like all right like i need i need some time i basically forced her to love me no <laughs> but well <laughs> i mean isn't that how but love once, works but, but 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 yes right once i once i say that mm-hmm. once anyone says it yeah. right it's like it's there and so now the other person has a decision to either they can either reciprocate or mm-hmm. they can retreat and go the other way yeah yeah and she just said like i need a time and then and then now i can't remember which date came first but we used to go back and forth between which day was the day that we got together and which mm-hmm. day was the day that she said she loved me for the first time Aww. one of them is before the other yeah. and we and now i feel bad that i don't know but i used to be because I used to be very proud of the fact that I knew the exact day. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, you know, January 6th yeah. is our anniversary. And on January 9th, you told me you loved me. You know what I mean? Love anniversary. Like, <laughs> right? yeah, yeah. yeah. But you have a new anniversary uh, now because but she's, now we have a she's new your one wife. Because she's my wife. And you, so we got engaged on the 12th of December. 12th uh, of which December? December, this past one? not of this past one, the one previous. Oh, okay. And then we got married on October 6th of last year. Wow, so right before you came to Showcase. Yeah, That right must before. be so difficult. Uh, yes, it was. Yeah, to get married. <laughs> were you living together already anyway? Um, uh, yes, we were. You were, okay. Mm-hmm. We moved in. We got, so we got back together after being broken up, mm-hmm. and we lived apart for How a, long a were you broken years. up? Um, a year and a half. Okay. And, and that, we before then, we were living together also. So the sure. breakup was like a bad, like, let's Someone move out of each other. Like, let, no, oh. no, we both moved away from the place that we were in. Like, it was oh. like very hard and, and very, very Especially rough. in New York, finding new places in New York. Oh, yeah. So within that year and a half of breaking up, mm-hmm. was it no contact? No. And it, 
you know, who knows what was right or what was wrong. Um, but we did we did keep in touch over that time. You kept in touch. I tried okay. to date during that time more yeah. so than she did. Okay. Um, yeah. How uh, did that work out? Uh, not good. Not well. <laughs> you were what? Still or I in guess, love with her? Or I guess the best way it could because now we're back together. Well, of course. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Did you feel like that her. time apart was for you or was for her? It was for me. Yeah. But when it was for me, I broke up with her. Oh, okay. But when we got back together, she talked about what was good about that time off for her too. You know uh, what I mean? And we like had like, you know, so like that was technically when we got engaged because the idea was like, this is now for, we're trying to do this for real, yeah, you know? Yeah. Uh, but we didn't, officially get engaged until you know until a couple years after that gotcha but you knew you wanted to be together yeah wow that's beautiful (laughs) where did you learn how to love oh my goodness where did i learn how to love that is a great question yeah and i don't know how to answer it really who do you emulate or who has shown you love that you can be like oh that's how to do it or like this is an example of love nobody nobody my my dad was not in the picture Mm. uh growing up so i don't have like I don't have like my parents to look at. Yeah. You've never met and him? And then my, no, no. He died when I was 17 months old. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah. No, no, it's okay. Um, did your um, mom ever remarry? She she never married him, actually. So she has oh. only been married once. But she, Okay, gotcha. Um, and I don't have them as an example because that was like a short-lived marriage. She had a, a one live-in boyfriend for uh, a while and he okay. was a whore. I did not like him. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> and, we have a very uh, similar past. Okay. <laughs> yeah. My dad passed away um, in 2014, mm. but... It, I he might as well have passed out. Passed oh. You know what I'm saying? Like uh-huh, he just yeah. was like he wasn't just, there. Yeah, and I hated him. Yeah, yeah. And my mom tried to re. I mean, she did, I guess, remarry, but he was he was like he loved her, but he was a loser. Yeah, you know. And I was like, can you marry someone that I could like look up? Yeah, to? Yeah, can I? Can you a father can, figure, please? Can there like, be a good man in my life, real? please? I was like, no wonder I'm like <laughs> going to church and be like, Father God, Father God, Lord, Father God, Jesus, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, because I need something. Uh, yeah, that's my dad right here. <laughs> but it's true i i uh i did a solo show about my dad and and in it about it was called junior i'm the third that's right it was about him Uh and uh and i'm older than he was when he died uh now by by five years now uh no by six years now yeah um and uh or maybe even more uh, jesus uh but anyway um you're not good with details anymore you used to be good what yeah you used to be good with the details oh, of dates right, but now right. it's your now, brain's fried with all the alcohol yeah now. no i'm so oh, <laughs> blue, blue. Uh, uh but i don't remember how, how old he was when he passed i think he might have been so like in my mind i was going he was mm. 25 but he also might have been 23 and i just can't even remember can't now. Remember. Yeah. Um, but uh, that, that's a significant thing, isn't it? It's when you outgrow your father's mm-hmm. um, milestone. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it's like, and I started realizing, um, like, oh, I don't know what it means to be a man because I've never seen that modeled, mm-hmm. you know, or mm-hmm. like, or what that, e- and now I'm like, what does being a man even actually what mean? Even like, mean? what was that nonsense that yeah, I was going yeah. through? Is it Will um, Smith? Because uh, he's... Right, yeah, because it's not... <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I did this thing where I was like, these are all the fathers that were in my life, and I go through, like, it's like Master Splinter from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> 
You know, it's yeah, like yeah. Bill Cosby before sure. before all that nonsense. Pre Bill Cosby. Um, uh, you know, it's like Uncle Phil from the yes. Fresh Prince of Bel I mean, there are so many times where I cry where Uncle Phil saves Will from some kind of ridiculous thing and then mm-hmm. he hugs him and says, You're like a son to me. Yeah, so yeah. It's like this is some beautiful ass shit. <laughs> yeah. While I was doing research for that show, uh, I noticed that so Netflix will will recommend movies to you, you know, based off of what you've been watching. Sure. And one of the categories for me was father-son emotional dramas. Oh, my God. And I was like, now, first of all, if anyone knows me, Uh. I don't watch father-son emotional dramas. No one would ever say that. Okay. But then the movies that it was based off of were like the Angley Hulk, okay? Because in that movie, movie, it's about the Bruce Banner did not know his father. He didn't know him at all. And they... they meet each other for the first time as a as 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 an adult, you know, and then they they fight each other at the end. That's a father son emotional drama. <laughs> Another one was the movie Frequency, which is oh uh, well, that one you know, I watched. You know, yeah, and then that's something, yeah. You know, uh, and then you know, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> one of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is that. So it's like crazy, yeah. but. I think it's actually true, and Maybe I do think true. that part of why I like those movies, without me thinking too much about it while I'm watching it, mm-hmm. is like, oh, this is about a father son that makes me feel a type of way that yeah. I don't even, I don't even recognize that I'm feeling it. Yeah, yeah. Know? Netflix, our algorithms are smarter than you are. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> yeah. You can learn from your own viewing behavior. Yeah. You know, Terminate Terminator Two. Uh, in that one is when John Connor gets close to the to the Terminator. Yes. Oh, and yeah. And he's almost right. like a fight. Yeah. She even said, like one of the lines, Sarah Connor says, like, I noticed that he's the closest thing to a father he'll ever have. It's like one of the lines. Oh, you're right. I love T2 like, too. so crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like, these are all my like favorite movies. <laughs> okay, like, Jurassic Park. <laughs> right, yeah, father, know? son. No. Yeah. But, but the thing, kids need a father figure. Mm-hmm, all of them, all of the, in every Jurassic Park movie, every single one, mm. uh, divorce is a part of the kids' lives. Oh, yeah, that's right. Jurassic World is divorce, mm-hmm. Jurassic too. World is divorce. Uh, that makes sense because the kids are always like running around mm-hmm. and where the parents at. Right. Yeah. In Jurassic Park 3, William H. Macy is divorced from Tay Leone. Oh, In, in The Lost right. World, um, we don't know where Ian Malcolm's wife is, yeah. the mother of Vanessa Lee Chester, but he just has a black daughter and you're like, well, where's that mother? <laughs> uh, and then... Uh, and then in the first one, yeah, um, the two kids, uh, their mom and John Hammond's daughter mm-hmm. is going through a divorce. And that's just, it's just like a half line that's just like sort of that's sad. That's just in there. And then by the end yeah. of it, like Alan Grant learns to be a dad. You know, he has his arms around them. Yep, yep, yep. And it's like, and it's at first such he doesn't weird... want kids. Yeah. He's like, oh, I don't want to take care of these kids. It's Ugh. so weird yeah. that that's like a reality that I didn't, that I definitely didn't wow, notice so until I was an adult. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I used to, like the only, I used to like not cry a lot either because, you know, I was conditioned not to cry as like an immigrant raised, yeah. by, like raised by immigrants they're like do not cry do not show weakness especially because you're a boy you know Mm -hmm. and um so when i started like getting in touch with my emotions more like actively (laughs) like these chevy or volvo commercials would come on (laughs) where the dad's like throwing the ball around with the kid and the kid hits the car (laughs) and he's like and the kid's like (gasps) and he's like ah and then he hits the car too yeah you know like you're like like, sobbing yeah you're like oh my God, where's my dad? I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. A lot of people hated the second Guardians of the Galaxy movie. 
Because of the because they just Kurt thought Russell it was just a bad thing? no they just they thought it was a bad movie but oh, you better believe you yeah. better believe that the second uh-huh. the the second that yeah. Peter Quill develops and makes a ball out of light oh, yes. the second he does that you better believe I went they better play catch in my yeah, mind yeah <laughs> in my mind I was like if they don't play catch I'm walking out of this movie and then they play catch and I and I would have stopped I didn't but yeah, I would yeah. have just just tears it was just, there it was knocking I mean? they were ready <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was oh, like I love man. this movie forever because you are a movie fight you are a cinephile I will I, I am I've I noticed that I wish I watched more movies but I but for because people do look at me and they go this guy's a cinephile but then like yeah. the, the really good movies like I haven't seen <laughs> Sure, like there's a lot of classics. Yeah, that's and like, like, I, like I haven't seen it. Right, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> that like I just, I'm like, no, I haven't seen that. And I, okay, <laughs> but that's fair. I mean, there's a there's an uh, unlimited amount of movies out there. It's like right, yeah. A, a it's too many one. at this yeah, point. It's too many. It's like, so we need to stop. <laughs> <laughs> Shut it down, Hollywood. I think we're good. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think we're good on movies. Well, apparently Hollywood thinks they're done with making movies because they just keep making remakes. Yes, you know? the same the movie reboots. over and over. Yeah. Because they have to make money. They don't care about movies. They but I have noticed that in you, talking to you you know a lot about your favorite things yeah and that's where kind of like the nerdiness comes from right Mm -hmm. it's not that like you're a loser you're like whatever like i definitely am also a loser but (laughs) well yeah this isn't about that (laughs) no but you do have a lot of deep knowledge about the things you enjoy yeah yeah what is that about i i mean i think uh I think it was like I don't know a lot, but I do know that I like Jurassic Park. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I I am the type of person who, um, when I'm when I'm at and particularly with movies, and I think the reason I know a lot about the movies is like when I'm at home and I'm working or whatever, I'll put a movie on in the background. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, when I when I first lived. Uh, in the dorms, I didn't have cable, and I would put like the same movies on, same like DVDs. repeat all day. Yeah, like yeah. they'd be on. Like I would watch a movie several times in a day. Wow, um, but not really watching. But not really habit, watching. But, yeah. but like it's on. You know, it's on. I used to do that the with the movie one. Rounders. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> we would just <laughs> have it in the background. Mine were one was iRobot for sure. The other one was uh, <laughs> Nightmare Before movie. Christmas. Yes. Oh goodness, Will Smith. Yes. I, I, was a huge fan of Will Smith. Yeah, we actually talked about that off mic too. <laughs> right, uh, the disillusionment happened right around yeah, Wild Wild West. Right around Wild Wild West, <laughs> it got in his head. Got it, in his head hard. It did. <laughs> yeah, and he could have been. I didn't know this, but you were telling me he could have been Neo. Yes, he could have been Neo in the Matrix. Wow. Yeah, could have had a three movie franchise. I mean. That would have been insane. I, I don't think. I don't, I don't know if it would have been, been good. good. I don't. I agree. I don't think it would have been good. But he would have been killer in it. You know what I mean? Yes, he would have been killer but, in it. I don't think the movie would have made as much of an impact. Yeah. I think the movie's tone needed someone a little more blank. That's what I was yeah, about. Like, yeah. Because Will Smith's too charming. And he right. Commands the screen. And I, I think he does things where when he's. Or no, not I think. I know he does things where if he doesn't have an opportunity to be charming in the movie, he'll make executive producer script changes. You know what I mean? Like, you know, he'll be like. I heard that's what happened to Bright. mm -hmm, Yeah, Bright. Uh, Hancock for sure. The re- the er- er- the early scripts of Hancock are like about a dark. It's a dark movie about a superhero abusing his powers. Uh huh. And. Then it became like he's still, you know, like an unwanted superhero. Sure. But he's not 
but you know it's more I mean? about his own like internal struggle. And I remember because this was still in the glory days of Will Smith, so I remember there being, I remember there being articles mm. that were like, you know, you might have felt uncomfortable watching Hancock because Will Smith doesn't smile in it, and he doesn't. Whoa, he doesn't I never smile even in the. That. He doesn't smile until. I think at the end he does like a smirk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, he's like a broken alcoholic. Yeah. And so then I remember that being important to me as a uh, young actor and fan of Will Smith's. He didn't smile in that. What a choice. <laughs> but yeah, then to yeah. know that like it could have been darker or whatever. Or yeah, like yeah. when when I heard that he got cast in Suicide Squad, I was like, this is going to be great because he's a villain. He's playing a real villain. Yeah. But instead he was like, no, I have reasons. And, you know, like my, my daughter. I got to save my daughter. Uh-huh. Wisecrack, wisecrack, wisecrack. Was All right, let's what, get out of here. What it was like? Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's what it. it was. That's what it was like. Oh my god! Um, same anyway. director as Bright. Same director. Actually, yeah. Then there you go. Well, okay. Will Smith. We talked about a lot about him. I think a lot of the dissolution comes from him actually being a role model f- at a young age, right? Yes. So I mean, that, it was like eighteen when he got famous. Insane. Yeah. <laughs> right. He had that one album out. Yeah. And then it blew up. It went number one immediately. And he, right. he tells Parents that story. Just don't understand. He tells that story of it, that may have been the first. I can't remember. Yeah. But he tells that story of like his parents were like, um, his parents were like, uh, you know, like try this music thing out. If it doesn't work after a year, then you then you quit. You go to MIT because he got in to MIT. <gasps> no way. Yeah. And then and then his his record was number one, and so it was just like. This is, if anything's working out, it's this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck MIT. <laughs> you know, so he didn't go to MIT. Wow, what a story. Yeah. What, a, what a choice to have to do. <laughs> to be, I thought to you were going to be like, go work in the mill or something. Yeah, you know? no, <laughs> no. It was like, yeah, it was like MIT. Or- oh, my God. So he was some, I, you know, he was someone that was very influential for me as a young boy. Yeah. But as of late, who is an artist that you have been lately inspired by? Yeah, I mean, like, there are a few. Mm. Um, Donald Glover is killing the game. Come on, he's killing the game. He he does not nothing. He does is bad. So I'm, I don't even want to call him genius. Yeah, because it's not enough of a word. Yeah, it's like, not. It's it? really not because because also though because also there are people who would be like Donald Glover. Who is that? Right? Like, and it's like <laughs> that's so crazy. But, but also, who are you? Yeah, but he but he, you know, he hasn't had a miss. No. He hasn't had a miss. Like I didn't see that horror movie that he did a few years ago. Like he's like he plays a side character in some oh. horror movie. And it's like I'm sure that movie was bad. So like yeah. maybe that was his miss. But sure, nobody cared. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because nobody saw that movie. Or Have whatever. you seen his stand up? Yes, and he's so good. He's so good. He's so he's good. A very it's natural so, storyteller. Right. Yeah. And so you just he, you know so he crushed that. Yeah. You know uh, mystery squad. Or what, yeah, what yeah, mystery, mystery team is mystery so, team. That's it. It's yeah. so good, and it explores a world that I'm very interested in, which is like. Um, you know, like uh, man boys, like he's an adult child. You uh, know what I mean? Uh, like, like uh, he's that that it's that coming of age thing where it should have happened already. Sure, right? It's yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. it's kind of what that it's overgrown man. Um, yeah. okay. uh, like that's super interesting to me. What so, did, did that come out already? Yeah, yeah, Mr. Oh. Team. Yeah, no, no, no. no. Wait, uh, what did you say? Explorers in the world. What's that? No, oh, no, I didn't say it. Oh, I see. Okay, sorry, sorry. sorry. Um, hey, you know, in Atlanta, so good. Yeah, I haven't. Um, I've only watched the pilot. Yeah. Oh yeah. goodness, the show is really good. I hear, and it doesn't follow a. It you watch it and it's like you don't know what you're getting from episode to episode. That's amazing, and it's great that I he's able that. to do that. Yeah. Uh, so and I then just of course like, Childish Gambino. I mean, yeah, and then Childish Gambino. It's like his music is so great. Ugh. It's so fun to watch. You know? Yeah. Uh, so he's definitely someone and then chris rock i would say is probably 
the right. next guy because I just feel like his stand up is like is so good. Yeah, he all, he's always. Have you seen him recently since his specials? The I keep I, this is so crazy and forgive me for what I'm about to say. I mean, <laughs> really, this is to you, this is to you, and this yeah. is to everyone that's about to hear me say this. Sure, but I have either. <laughs> This is so crazy. What? I have either seen him live because he walked into a UCB show. Uh-huh. Or I heard the story so much that I now have fabricated a memory of it. Wait, what are you talking about? The story of him walking into UCB yes. show? <laughs> Isn't this crazy? You can't tell anymore. Isn't this crazy? See, that's so, what they say about crimes and eyewitnesses. It's not reliable. Yeah, you, you can't you can't trust your memory. Yeah. Here's why though, because I recall. Yeah, because I th- could I could really be blending two stories together. Sure. Um, I even remember I even remember seeing him leaving. So like there was mm. there was a there was like a Whiplash uh, Whiplash is a show at UCB that's like a free monthly mm-hmm. uh, well, sorry weekly stand up show. Yeah, yeah. And people in stop in all the time. People stop stop in all the time, and I've seen all kinds of people that I actually have memories of seeing. Stop yeah, in. yeah. This one in particular is a story of like he came out, started to. Um, uh, like started to to do, and now in retrospect, I'm like, I don't think I saw this. Um, uh, <laughs> but I feel like I did. I have a vivid memory of seeing it's it. in there. Um, and there was someone in the in the front row filming, and he was like, "I'll do the, no cameras. Yeah, I'll do this with no cameras. Just make sure there's no cameras. You uh-huh. know? All right." And he starts telling the story, and then uh, because he's still the, there's someone in the front row that's like trying to fill. What an asshole! He decides not. To do the show, to do it, and then he walks out. So he's only he was only out for like a minute, minute or something. Wow. Then he, yeah, <laughs> and it's so crazy to me that this happened so long ago that yeah. I am like, I've, and I remember, and I can see the person doing it. Like yeah. I know who it was, you know, like, yeah. like um, uh, and so it's this is crazy thing of like either I definitely saw that or like. I thought about it so implanted. much that I that I have this memory. false memory of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, but, I'm sure when it happened, th- everyone was talking about it. Right. It kind of like fills it in. But then since his specials, I can more specifically point to his SNL. That was really that good. That was so good. That opening monologue where he can take, what I like about him and what I respect about him is that he can take something that is not funny. Yeah. It isn't funny. I know which the, joke the you're talking about. The thing itself is not funny, right? Uh-huh. But then he has a way of, of finding he finds a way in and not in a way that like you know like uh, a tosh will be criticized for this right mm-hmm. like and tosh is the same way he's like i'm gonna i'm i'll find a way to make that funny sure sure and i th- i think he's a funny i think tosh is a very funny guy uh-huh. but people will like hate on him because sure. they'll be like oh it's crass or it's too low you know it's too low brow or whatever it's too low it's common denominator but then he can go this horrible thing that happened that's not funny Boom, here's the commentary. Here's the funny thing. Yeah. Everyone's laughing at it. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, can I posit a theory about that? Yes. Because I know what you're talking about with Tosh yeah, and yeah. with Chris Rock or just any comic in general. Yeah. Um, you know, there's, I think there's this whole uh, debate about like political correctness in comedy yeah. and what should be allowed to joke about what shouldn't be. Have you watched Chappelle's specials? Yeah, okay. I've seen all of them. All four of them? All four of them, Okay, yeah, so yeah. you get what I'm talking about. Uh-huh, yeah. like, he does the same thing too, where mm-hmm. especially with trans jokes, yeah. where he'll he'll be like, don't tell me I can't make a trans joke. Right. Don't tell me I can't make any joke. Yeah. That's my fucking job. Yeah. True. 
yeah. I 100% agree with the fact that no thing should be off limits yeah. to joke about. Yeah. With that being said, you got to wield a huge weapon. Yeah. If you're joking about transphobia, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, uh, uh, sexual misconduct, yeah. rape, mm -hmm. anything like that. Mm -hmm. Like, And I will say... There's a part of me that really hates it, but I give it to Chappelle for wrapping up that rape joke in his first special. So, yeah. You so, know? so it's like that joke in particular is interesting mm. because I was hurt by Bill Cosby in a different way than sure. the women were hurt by Bill Cosby. Yeah, and so yeah. was Dave Chappelle. Yeah. In a different way. Yeah. And so, and I talk about Dave, uh, Dave Chappelle. I talk about Bill Cosby in some of my, uh, uh, character work too yeah and it was only until like later that like a woman came up to me and was like yeah this is offensive and Didn't i was you like do bill cosby for your uh, for my audition, audition. Mm -hmm. i remember watching that and i and i was like oh she's right like oh there's a there's a way that you can look at this that thinks i'm making fun of rape which is not what i'm doing absolutely you know like yeah. to me it's it's pointing out and i can't go into the bit right now but you know what i mean <laughs> but like to me it's like talking about a different thing it's talking about like uh, it's talking about his level of fame. Mm -hmm. You know, it's talking about how we feel, those of us that liked him, how we feel about him. Yeah. You know, and like, and it for me, that is what the, where the humor is coming from. Sure, sure. You know? And then like with that joke, particularly with the, the rape joke that, that Dave Chappelle does, it's like when he first does the he saves but he rapes, you're like, this is nonsense. Yeah. What is he doing? Absolutely. Yeah. And then the way that he connects it at the end uh -huh. is like, you're like, Oh my that God. is what he does, that is it. you know. Yeah, uh, uh, and like that, I respect. I also respect in equanimity when he goes, "Everything's funny until it happens to you." I respect that. Mm -hmm. But then I still, still in that special, and then in all the others, personally, mm -hmm. didn't like any of the trans humor that he that he did. I didn't like it either. <laughs> I didn't like any of it. I, and then even the point that he was trying to make, which yeah. I think is a point that. I, I know other black people mm -hmm. identify with and, mm -hmm. and see I just in the in the way that Chris Rock is able to take the specifically the Boston Marathon is what he joked yes, about yes well yeah that one and the uh, new Freedom Tower joke okay yeah I and, and that that, that, that one is escaping me right now sure, but sure, like sure. the way that he was able to take that and and it's not that he's making fun of it you no. know where at whereas Chappelle is going, he wants to be, that man wants to be a woman. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that is funny to him. Yes. Like, like it is he, funny to him that a man wants everyone, to be a woman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's telling everyone, like, you find this funny too. Yeah, yeah. That's why I, th I don't think it works. Right, right. Whereas Chris Rock, I think what he's, he's taking it, it one level further yeah. where he's looking at, Especially like the Boston bombing joke. Correct yeah. me if I'm wrong. It's like, like that. It's like the worst thing about that is that like you ran a fucking you just marathon, ran a marathon and now you have to run more. Now you have to run. More. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking hilarious. Right, right. Because <laughs> that boils it down to a common thing that mm -hmm. we all relate to mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. as humanity, as opposed to um, that thing about like that man wants to be a woman. That's not something that all of us can relate to right. as a thing. Yeah. It's yeah. maybe it's like very... most of his friends can mm -hmm. relate to, which yeah. is just a slight sliver of it. And so I agree with you. Yeah. I totally yeah. agree with you. But I do think that comedians should be making jokes and then failing. Yeah. So that we can be like, that wasn't funny. That that that's not funny. Yeah. But this is. Yeah, you know? exactly. You know? Yeah. Yeah. 
So yeah, that we were talking about inspirations. That's the way we came <laughs> right. all the way around. Came to all the way around. I thought that was but a very two, cool. Yeah, that's yeah. A cool those insight. two, those two specifically, um, uh, Donald Glover and uh, and Chris Chris Rock are, are very big influences. On very me. cool. Um, and then, should I keep going or we should we get out of? Do this? Do you have another one? Yeah. So I have these three sort of are in line with each other. So mm. Jordan Peele. Oh. And then Seth Rogen and, and Evan Goldberg. What I love okay. about that, but I'm going to use Seth Rogen, not Seth Rogen and Evan, because mm-hmm. Evan writes with him, and I don't know that he appears on screen ever. I don't think so. I but, think um, they're just a team, right? But so what I like about those two, Jordan and Jordan and Seth, is that they came on the scene as one thing mm-hmm. and then completely twisted what your perception of them was. Like mm-hmm. Jordan with, with Get Out and then and Seth and Evan with their like sort of genre uh uh, like alien comic book sci-fi stuff that they're doing. You yeah. know, it's like we looked. We originally looked at Seth Rogen. It's like he's the stoner guy. Yeah, yeah, stoner who's, who's like Funny. Yeah, but then he's also like, but I'm also gonna direct and write this stuff. Yeah, that is like in a different lane, but also has some of that humor in it. But yeah. um, and he's gonna do it well. Yeah. That's very inspiring. Yeah. Unless you can come in fully formed like that. Right. I feel like you always have to kind of pay your dues. Yeah. And be like, oh, people trust you. Now people be throwing money at you. Right. Because they trust you. And Mm -hmm. you have a high rate of success. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. And I and as someone who loves Terminator and Jurassic Park, uh, (laughs) I hope that my my existence can be something that's like comedy, but then also it's like he did that really dope sci-fi shit. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? yeah. It's that dope time travel shit. That so he does. okay, are you? So you're into sci-fi mm-hmm. clearly. Yeah. Um, where? What are your sci-fi um, inspirations? Like, yeah. what did you grow up with, and what do you like watching? Yeah. So I start. I started with Jurassic Park. That mm-hmm. was like that, that was, was your first. That was the lane. It entree. was. I mean, probably not fur. I mean, my my first like like. Uh, nerdy things that I was into, or you know, it's like Batman, it's Ghostbusters, it's that sure, stuff, sure, you know. Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, my mom randomly let slip that my dad was a Trekkie, and I was like, I wasn't big into Star Trek, uh-huh. I liked like, um, uh, Insurrection and Next Generation, those movies, um, yeah, yeah. or Generations, I think is the name of that movie. Um, I liked those movies, but I wasn't like I didn't follow, you know. But I watched like Deep Space Nine. I watched Voyager oh, all the time. Yeah, uh, I, thought those were, I thought those were dope. The they end. were just on, yeah. and so yeah, I would yeah. just watch them, you know. And I I was into like astronomy and shit. Uh, cool. Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah, and so then like I was into that, but I wasn't like, but you wouldn't see me at conventions, you know. I didn't yeah. know them in and out in the same way that I'm like I can say Jurassic Park right now from beginning to end, and I would probably only miss you know what i mean i don't know what i would miss but i could yeah. get through it um stage directions yeah <laughs> i would miss stage directions. <laughs> oh shit there's a shot of a goat you know what i mean or whatever it's, uh uh have you ever yeah, watched battlestar galactica no i didn't watch that wow and I, and I and a lot of people were into it i yeah. was not one of those people i i i there, i didn't grow up well you know star trek i was a casual fan yeah star wars uh you know i liked it but Again, like I, I never read the books. There are right. people who read every single novelization yeah. and shit. Like I, like was never I, into like that. I, the first time I saw Star Wars. Now I did do this for my. This was my birthday. I went to when the when the the re the 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 new ones when they when he revamped them. Yeah. I can't remember what it's called. The special editions. Yeah. When those came out, I saw Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back back to back for my birthday. I went with my cousins, and that okay. was my first time seeing 
either of them. It was the special oh, editions wow. version, okay, you know, like yeah, the yeah. ones that everyone hates. You yeah, know? Like, sure, sure. And but I loved it. I thought that was awesome. Yeah. So. Yeah, I yeah I was never into that, but Battlestar Galactica I got into so hard. Yeah, and I think it's because, um, you know, nine eleven happened, and yeah. the show launched right around then. Mm-hmm. And the show, I think, the original seventy show was kind of like similarly uh, uh, themed. Yeah, but it's about a, a, a like war between the Cylon, like the um, AI versus the humans, right? And the whole question they're asking is the meta question is um what is it to be human yeah and how do we know what's right right like who's right you know yeah and the underlying thing was a commentary against george w bush Uh uh-huh uh about a wartime presidency and how much power should we allow our leader to wield during war. Yeah. And I thought it was so interesting. I wrote a whole thesis paper about it. And Hell yeah. Like, it was, it really <laughs> blew my mind. And it was the first time I really got into something sci-fi like that. Like yeah. Deep, deep, deep. But since then, um, I'm more like a fantasy guy. I yeah. did a lot of D&D and stuff like that. Right. You know, when I was young. I think similarly, like I said, like that Jurassic Park was like my shit. Yeah. I, I wrote a paper in college on, I had, I was in some kind of, some kind of politics and ethics class. Uh-huh. And I wrote a paper on, it was so Sir, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle wrote this book, The Lost World, mm. that uh, was made into a movie in like the 20s. And That's it's right. like claymation, black and white. And there are like six uh, adaptations of it, film uh-huh. adaptations of it. I have seen all of them. There was also a TV show called Sir Arthur Conan Doyle's Lost World. I remember that uh, show. That was yeah. on for a long time. And uh-huh. I watched that show pretty regularly. Um, I was, I like this story. It's a really nice story. There's a, there's a, a, a um, plateau in South America yeah. that is so high that it is cut off from time, and there are dinosaurs up there. There's oh. also the, the missing link is also up there. Oh, gotcha. uh, and so my favorite adaptation of that, and this kind of connects a few of the things we've been talking about today, is um, is the BBC did one in like 2001 or something like that, yeah. and it uh, has Bob Hoskins in it as Challenger, which is the, one of the lead uh, characters, and they add they add a preacher character like uh, a priest uh-huh. and his daughter and 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 she's there uh uh and and there's a big fight that happens between um summerly which is one of the scientists the priest um who obviously is a man of god uh-huh. and then and challenger is there and the the summerly is arguing evolution the priest is arguing uh creationism oh. and then challenger comes in with like a just he just says to after after the fight ends, yeah, um, uh, he just says to Summerlee, who is his colleague, like he reads a quote from from the Bible, uh-huh. and then he goes, uh, uh, "It's something about like not being not not uh, jumping to anger because they are they're in a because they were in a fight, yeah." And then he says that, and he goes, "I was raised on this book, um, and it's he says something like, uh, I don't know if there is a God, um, but I know that we are a lousy exception if there isn't." <laughs> as men you know like men are allowed to yeah, and it was yeah, just yeah, like yeah. and I and, and I wrote my paper based off of that scene I like I, oh. I deconstructed that scene and just talked about how there were two sides and like what and I and uh, that's a cool I like that I love it yeah <laughs> and that, you know that kind of goes back to like what we were talking about before like you swing right and you swing left mm-hmm. and you kind of find yourself in the middle somewhere in between in, the, yeah, in between yeah, and yeah. that's your fucking spiritual walk and then you take it or leave it you know right, yeah. <laughs> I love <Yeah>. that <laughs> now um you are an actor. You're a very 
funny impressionist as well. Ooh, yes. You're very good. Thank if you guys you. didn't come to the CBS showcase, you missed. You missed out. it. Yeah, because I'm never going to do impressions ever again. Please don't. Yeah, no. Just so you guys know, I've I hung up my mantle. Um, now is that something that you knew early on that you can kind of like, yes. create a, yeah. a, a impression with your mouth? Yeah. So one of my, uh, so I went to a performing arts middle school. Mm. Okay. Before I did that, in elementary school, I won a talent show. Um, and I didn't write anything for the talent show, uh-huh. but my whole talent was cartoon impersonations, cartoon Whoa. impressions, I guess, not impersonations, because that's not what it would be. Yeah. But um, but I did like Iago from Aladdin. What's the difference between an impersonation and an impression? So an impersonation is, uh, there are like people who like impersonate like Obama, or impersonate Lady Gaga, impersonate Marilyn Monroe. Oh, oh, they oh, become oh. them, become, and they yeah. are full. You know, they uh, they have an it, act. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. and they like. They like are that person. Right. You're not. You're not. Tr- you don't treat them as if, you know. Like and, and an impression is. It's like that. It's like an impression of the person. It's not. You know. Like it's a they, short bit. Yeah. As opposed to like or like not even necessarily just a short bit, but it's like it doesn't even have to be accurate. That good. It, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Re- yeah. I mean, it really. It doesn't have to be. You know, and then there are, and then sometimes we have impressionists like Jay, uh, Jay Farrell, for example, mm-hmm. who's like sometimes you're like he it is the person mm-hmm. you know but he's considered an impressionist and not an impersonator right know? like right, someone right. could have a career being there are people i always who, think about impersonators like elvis impersonator right or yeah like that okay. or like you know like there are people who had careers as obama impersonators do uh, they yeah yeah there's obama yeah yeah what what does he do he just goes around giving speeches i know yeah whoa you know really? or, but probably also like Telling jokes and stuff like oh, that, you know, like that's so it is still. Uh, I mean, can I get still Elvis be, and Britney, but Obama, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that's so you know, creepy. Or like Lady Gaga, et cetera, or sure, whatever. Sure, but sure. um, but yeah, but so that's the that's the that's difference. difference. So like, tell me about that, your cartoon impressions. So like, I did my act was like my act was like a lot of Looney Tunes. <laughs> okay, uh, could you give a lot us of one? Disney? I mean, I did. I can't get. I can't do them now because I can't do them. You would have to work on it. Yeah, but like, but no, but also like they were all like. A lot of them were higher voices than I can sure. can I can do right now because I was yeah. in second grade uh-huh. and I had you know my voice was very high <laughs> you know <laughs> uh, but I would do like Falkhorn Langhorn and the Chicken Hawk and oh. I would do like uh, the Duck Season Rabbit Season bit wow. and that, so but just and it was like I would just copy them sure I remember doing I did Aladdin I did the genie from Aladdin uh-huh. and I remember and you know I did Iago. What's um, the trick you think, or is there a trick, or is it a genetic thing? So for me, what happens to me now? Because uh-huh. back then it wasn't a like, let me figure out how to do this impression. Yeah, I just liked to to mimic them. Like yeah. that was really fun. What happens to me now is like now I'll like I'll be talking or in conversation or something, and I will um, hear like, oh, that sounds like somebody, and then uh-huh. I'll, I'll try to do that. Or like sometimes if I. You know, in the same way that, like, when you're a, a kid or whatever, when you are watching something and you like it, you repeat, you repeat the thing that you just saw. Mm-hmm. Like, some t- if I if I if I find myself doing it and I have gone for the thing, you know, like it's like a it's second it's it's habit that I'm now like sure. trying to really copy it. Right, you know? right. So, like, if I if I if I'm doing that and it sounds good, I'm like, okay, that'll be an impression I'll try to do. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's so cool. It's like, it's really a skill to behold. I really like doing I, it. I can, I'm the opposite. I cannot sound like anyone besides me. Yeah. It's hard. I, and I try and it's really bad. So, you know, what's interesting is I teach a impressions class. <gasps> no way. Yes. Wait, I want to take. Oh, and maybe. I believe, and I 
and I believe uh-huh. that anyone can do an impression. Really? Anyone can. Okay. It's just a matter of like understanding what to look for. And there's a sea of different things that you can do to be successful at an impression. And I use I use Saturday Night Live as an example because what you'll hear from a lot of the cast members is like a lot of them audition with an impression mm-hmm. that they do probably expertly. Yeah. And then they never do them on the show. Uh-huh. Um, you know, they're not all, not everybody's going to be your Daryl Hammond or sure. not everybody's going to be a Jay Farrow or somebody who's like, that is, they're good at that. Yeah, yeah. And then like, and then also they or may be- Melissa Villasenor. Or Melissa Villasenor, yeah, yeah. right? Where yeah, it's yeah. like, and then and then with her, what's sad is like, is that it's like, she's going to be in those impression sketches. And she's right. going to do like a hundred impressions, but it's like, are they going to give, I haven't seen this season at all, so I don't know. Mm. But it's like, are they going to give her those roles? Anyway, I use, <laughs> I use as an as an example because sometimes it's like, oh, they just look like them. Oh, so you start, so sometimes it can just be that. <laughs> or like, Taron Killam's Trump was mostly a face that he would make. Yeah, yeah. And then occasionally like a deep. But it's like, yeah. that's not necessarily Trump. But then when he made that face, the he would get face. the, the yeah. audience would erupt. Yeah, because they're you know? recognizing that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. it's those little so, markers. Yeah, oh. so like, so I personally don't think, but then, you know, like to use someone who's, to use like Mishka as an example, mm-hmm. you know, like he is really good at like, he'll find that voice and he's like there. Yeah. And it, it, and it like is the, is the person in a way that like, and I don't think everybody can do that. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's, that's, that's a skill. That's another whole another level skill, you know, like, uh, uh, like you can listen to Jay Farrell doing Eddie Murphy and think that you're listening to Eddie Murphy. Right, right, right. And you know, and people have some people, the people that have that skill, it's like, Oh, you are next level, you know? (laughs) So yeah, (laughs) I didn't even realize that that there could be like different levels of that. That's the thing. And, but that's the thing about an impression is it can just be an impression. Okay. It doesn't have to be, Perfect. I'll it's work an, on mine. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, re, I mean, really. And you, yeah. and as SNL is the it, that's the place where people do it. Impressions. Yeah. If you use that as an example, you're like, yeah, right. A lot and of what, them are not perfect. Right. And, Many of them. And are what not other like non sketch comedy instances <laughs> right, can you yeah. really use impressions? Right. Yeah. You. Uh, you know, besides stand up, I yeah. guess. But like even stand up, when when I see a comic like do impressions, I'm like, come on, is this yeah. 1985? I like, mean, you know, and and what's and there's a Dick Van Dyke episode where uh-huh. they run into they run into a guy who they know who does impressions, and then he like does his act on the show, mm. like in they it's in passing at a hotel yeah, where a yeah. guy just does he like does like JFK and like or whatever well, yeah. I don't remember the dates so it's probably not JFK <laughs> it might be yeah he does like JFK and like sure. and you're like. This is a you. It's now. It's actually useless for us to watch this. Yeah, exactly. It's two thousand. Yeah. <laughs> it's two thousand sixteen or whenever it was that I was watching this, mm. and it's like I'm watching someone's impressions act from you know whenever the fuck. Yeah, <laughs> it's when, like when was that? This the is 60s? So, <laughs> <laughs> but it's like incredibly dated, you know. Yeah. You know, so it's you know they're really useless. But it it's was like, very cool to see you do it thank in you. the show. Thank you. It was. It was like such a like for me. It was a palate cleanser because it wasn't really a sketch. It was right, just a yeah. game. Mm-hmm, yeah. and, but it was really fun, and people loved it. Yeah. And yeah. just goes to show you, like, people love when you can you say you're going to do something and then you do it, and they go, "Yay!" <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> it's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so beyond being an impressionist and an actor, you also are a creator. Yes. Right. You write. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have writing partners you work with. You work solo dolo as well. Yeah. My question to you is. If Hollywood asked you, you could only do one project, one develop one project. One. That's it. 
And for you, forever, for forever. the rest of my life. That's it. Okay. What would it be? Do I have to know exactly what the project is, or can I just sort of say what it would have? So it, what yeah, I think, anything really. So I think it would have to be. Yeah. If it could only be one thing. So I had actually said this when we had our that red carpet event that really gave me a lot of uh, hives. Um, <laughs> say, somebody asked was... me. They were they were like, "What's the dream?" And oh, really, it's yeah. this. It's like. I, Something that has aliens and dinosaurs in it. Boom. Together. And the thing is, though, <laughs> but the thing is, though, really, yeah. but you also can't give me some bullshit special effects or like, or it's yeah. like a dinosaur in a rubber costume. The shit has to look, yeah. yeah. The, it has to make sense. Uh-huh. It has to make sense and it has to look incredible. Yeah, because, I agree because I think most of sci-fi that's good is usually a philosophical commentary mm-hmm, yep. about the human existence. Yeah. So without yeah. that, it's just lasers. Right. You know? And then and then even if it does have the good commentary, if that if if that if the special effects fail it, mm-hmm. then you're not going to watch it. Like sure. no one's going to like, and I, as somebody who's a big fan of this, like I find myself in a Netflix hole where like, I'm watching, like I'm now on the shitty dinosaur show or like yeah, I'm now on the yeah. shitty time travel thing. And there's actually, for those of you that are fans, really good stuff on Netflix, check it out. But it's like, sometimes that stuff really hurts it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like yeah. there's not, not, you know, like, like, have you seen altered carbon? I haven't seen that yet. But that is like the top thing on my on yeah, my Netflix. Yeah, I just watched watch. the pilot. Okay, yeah. Uh, talking about special effects nowadays, yeah. the special effects is so advanced. Yeah, that it really seemed it was seamless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And here's what I I like the action of it. The actors very hot to look at. Uh-huh. <laughs> the plot is cool. It's like Blade Runner ish. Like yeah. this, like. A dystopia where like there's it's constantly raining you know like it's, yeah. it feels like that i want to like it but it is completely whitewashed uh-huh. so there's a and if it was just like a one-off thing i think i could have forgave it or whatever right. but the series um lead yeah is this white like danish yeah. man or something i like i like this actor he's not a lot of he's people a don't a lot no, of people he's don't like him. he was robocop i like him yeah i i like him and he's also playing a japanese liked him in man. suicide squad no oh, way yeah no he's playing way. a japanese guy and but the thing is but he, but they get away the with it they get away with it because of the transferring of consciousness yes, yes so yes. it's like he is a japanese man but he's in this white body yeah people call him takeshi yeah yeah <laughs> so which it's, is it's like it's different yeah. than whitewashing. It's different than like um, you know, Ghost in the Shell played by But in reality though, because people make people make that same argument about Ghost in the Shell. They yeah. go, but she's a robot, so it doesn't matter. But it's different. She's supposed to be a Japanese robot. Right. I and I, she's not supposed to be yeah. a white faced robot. And personally, like, they're getting away with that because of that. But I also think um that that isn't getting away with it. No. That actually just is whitewashing. It absolutely. <laughs> I think altered carbon is actually getting away with more because yeah. the point of it is is that you know the idea, right? Yeah, like, yeah. I've seen that the, the bodies are all just disposable. Right. So mm-hmm. the bodies like switch on and off or whatever. Yeah, so yeah. like, okay, I kind of get that. But I'm like really trying to like, you know what I do now with white lead shows? Yeah. I if I don't see it's kind of like that Bechtel test thing. You know, you know the Bechdel test, right? Yeah. Like, there has to be like a minority test thing. Like, yeah. if there aren't people of color 
doing cool stuff or like adding to the story or something like that. Yeah. I can't watch it. Yeah. It's hard for, especially if it's our future yeah. and it's still white. Mm-hmm. How? <laughs> There's a great, uh, you, sh- you should find this. There's this great article that's like the future of the Bechdel test or like 50 alternate Bechdel tests. Uh-huh. And they are, they, they take like a bunch of women and just ask them like what their test is. And there's all kinds of, different rubrics they each have a different rubric uh, but it's cool because it's in line with like what you just said like one of them is like you know there there also had to be a person of color in a, in a major role on the development side yeah yeah and you know what i mean and it's it, yeah. yeah it's really cool but anyway why were we getting to the, oh you want aliens and yes uh aliens dinosaurs and dinosaurs in together one, one in, in one thing, thing. and yeah. it has to you know and like you is said is it a like, feature is it a mini series what i does think it look it, like? i think it de- i think it depends on uh uh, what the idea ends up being? Okay, because I don't know what the idea is. I think maybe like a tight, like British style three season. Yeah, yeah, like, a like quick in mm-hmm. and out, and yeah. like in each episode, in each episode is like forty five minutes to an hour. Yeah, and there are like three to six episodes a season. Oh, I like that. Yeah, what, yeah, like that actually probably. Style? Yeah, that's okay. actually probably. Yeah, have you seen the new Sherlock part. Holmes? Uh, I mean, I've seen that show. Is yeah. there a new season though? No, no, no. Okay, but yeah, that's like yeah. a tight three. I episodes really like per that season. Show. Yeah, <laughs> but each but each episode is like ninety minutes. Yeah, I love that though. That's because yeah, it com- each one completes in its thing, mm-hmm. and then the three episodes kind of have like a series arc, right. Or season arc, right? And then it kind of pays off and hangs at the end. Like mm-hmm. it's nice. I like. Yeah, it. yeah, I like yeah. it a lot. Yeah. So okay, you you make this untitled alien uh, dinosaur project. Yeah. People are like, oh my god, James the Third. Like, I can't believe this is how he's changed the history. Like, yeah, it's cha- of sci-fi. this whatever this is has changed the game. Yeah, changed for the sure. game. It right? definitely has. And yeah. then people are like, okay, okay, uh, you've made zillions. Yeah. Bitcoin. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I have. Like, I have all the bitcoins. All of it. I have all the bitcoins in mine. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then Hollywood goes, okay, bye bye. You're done. Yeah. You can't make any more. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you self-do it. We won't distribute it. Okay. Nothing will happen. Mm-hmm. What do you do next? With my zillions of Bitcoin? Yeah, and your time. Wow. So that means I've, I've essentially done it, right? You've done it. I've essentially done it. And I now have, I probably actually travel space. Oh. Like probably, like I probably, you know, in it, but in a way, because yeah. I'm not, I've never been a thrill seeker. Uh-huh. So I have to know, I also have to know that there's like zero way that I'm going to die. Sure. You're not the first person on this podcast to say that. Yeah. The yeah. next thing I do is go to space. Yeah. Now, do you want to do like a space? Is there a destination or do you just want to kind of float around and come back? Uh, I want to do, there's the ending of the, of, uh, oh no, I don't want to give away an ending of, the ending of Lost in Space, the, the Lost in Space remake uh-huh. is- The movie? At, at the, at the, yeah, the movie. Uh-huh. Uh, at the end of it, they're just like, uh, fuck, uh, we got to get away from this black hole. Mm. I guess we have to just do the hyperdrive again. And then the little boy goes, cool. And then they, <laughs> and then they zip off and they're gone. Uh-huh. It's that. It's like, it's like, it's not so much that I'm wandering around. I want to go, I want to go to cool spots and I want to get into the shit. Yeah. But I want to also know that I'm going to be fine. <laughs> I mean, yeah, sure, I sure, need sure. to yeah, know yeah. that I'm 100 safe. safe. You're safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I want to get into the shit. I want to be close to black holes. I want to maybe even fly into a black hole, see oh, that shit. Come out the other end. Um, uh-huh. uh, you know, I want to like, I want to go to all the places that that scientists are like, this could be Earth again. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And like, and see for myself. Cool. You know? um, I want to like fly through a gas giant and see what's really happening inside. Uh-huh. Uh, all those like weird storms, like space all the storms, storms and shit. Storms, uh, you know, like I want to do. 
I'm gonna do that. Very I want to cool. go to. There was a star. So just going to the moon won't be enough. No, fuck no. <laughs> the moon. The f- the moon. <laughs> fuck that shit. There was a star that was. There was a star that was blinking, uh-huh. and scientists were just like, "I think there's a building on that star." What? Really? Star. There was like, there's probably an infrastructure on that star, because it was blinking in a weird way. The fuck are you talking? Is this yeah, real? Yeah, this is real. <laughs> they were like, they were like, there's, there's there like could, light being there ref- could potentially there could potentially. Uh, no sh- one said like there's definitely aliens or anything like that. Yeah, but just like that was a weird blip. What, what star? Don't know. Do you, it's, it's one of those like alpha blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. Numbers. It has like area. numbers and shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they're like. There could be an infrastructure on that star because of the weird way that it blinked. I want to go there yeah. and see what the fuck's up. Let me find out. They got people on there? <laughs> they got aliens? What's up? I want to I want to do that. Y'all got valet parking? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where can I put my spaceship? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can I get validated? <laughs> but Whoa, yeah, that's, that's what I want to do. That's a fun, great dream. Yeah. A never-ending dream, really. Yeah, right? yeah. We're going forever. We're constantly expanding. Yeah. Some people think we're constantly imp- yeah. it, uh, shrinking. Oh, going in. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. I've, read I've both only theories. heard that it's growing. That's yeah. so interesting. What yeah, if it yeah. is getting smaller? We're fucked. Are we? I don't know. I mean, it'll be so long. We're not. Who knows? Yeah, we're yeah. not. No. If it's getting smaller, you and me, no. we're fine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if a nuke could take us out, yeah. a shrinking of space will definitely Definite, take us yeah. out. Yeah, we won't have a, a thing to say about it. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we kind of touched on this last question a little bit, mm-hmm. but I would like to ask you anyway. Um... If you had the absolute control to Ooh. set up the situation okay. the way you wanted, the people you want around you, mm-hmm. the time of day, the geography, all of that, mm-hmm. how would you ideally like to pass away? Oh, if I could set everything up mm-hmm. and have all the right people around me. Yeah. This is a great question. And I will say first that I don't know. Okay. I'll say that first. Because I don't know that I've accepted the fact that I'm going to die. <laughs> I'm living forever, baby. I'm living forever. <laughs> yeah. But. But, yeah. Um, You know, the way that my grandma died was in a hospice, which obviously she had to be in a lot of pain mm-hmm. because she wasn't connected to anything. Nothing was trying to make her feel better. Sure. But she was, but everybody was there. Yeah, you know surrounded I mean? by loved ones. My uncle was like washing her feet at one point. Uh, um, we were all there. The, yeah. You know, the 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 nurse was just like they were sitting there waiting. They were counting her breaths. You know what I mean? It yeah, was like yeah. everybody was there. It sucked, but it was also great. Right, because she knew it was happening. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so I do think I would want to be in Ohio. Okay, I back do in think, Akron mm-hmm. or like Cincinnati? I do think I would want to be in Akron. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd want to go to Toledo for a little yeah. bit. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've never been there, but like Toledo. Yeah, what's uh, going on at Cedar no. Point, though? I think it was... <laughs> what's going on at Cedar Point? It's Snoopy around? Because you know, like, I do think that like a grand space death would be like, that's a cool story. Sure. But I don't think it would don't mean think anything would really to anybody. I don't think it would mean anything to anybody other than me. Mm-hmm. And I know that when you die, you're alone. But I do think that like funerals and shit, that's for your peeps. Yeah. That's for everyone else. So like I would ideally be, you know, like like in Ohio, like 
you know, if if my wife is still alive, she's there with me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. She helps to usher me off. Yeah. If she um, said, James, I know you have to go and I have 30 years to live. I'm going to live to be 130. Yeah. Doctor said so. Yeah. I did this genetic thing, <laughs> but I want to go with you, Romeo and Juliet style. Oh, hell no. <laughs> I would be like, I would be like, what is wrong with you? You have already loved me too much. Yeah, yeah. You've given you give your me, whole life. You give me too much already. Yeah, yeah. Take some back. Like, literally like, <laughs> you know that you know that San Junipero shit that you can do? Uh-huh. I'd be like, do that shit. <laughs> like, go find some hot dude. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> be with him for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Live live your life. Live a life. Uh-huh. You know, I think it's in Ohio. I think it's, you know, I think it's with the... Are you, you at know, home? Are you at a, like a... Um, like by the water in the yeah, forest. Yeah, yeah. So I think I'm at home. I think I'm at. I think I'm at. Uh, I'm on. I'm on my street that I grew up with. Oh, okay. You know, I'm between those woods and that farm. Oh. You know, I think it's in that house. Even though I don't think that that. I think that like the idea is that everyone's like, we got to get out. My mom's like, I got to get out of this house. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's there. You know. Um. Yeah, someone and else it's, is and it's whoever there, is like it's from them. What's that? Yeah, <laughs> someone someone's ready. <laughs> but it's whoever is still alive, mm. you know. So it's like you know, it's any family that's still alive. Yeah, yeah. It's any close friends How that are, are still you? alive. Um, I have lived to be a cool, a comfortable. Like I didn't, I wasn't failing. Yeah. So, 75 75 okay yeah yeah <laughs> and i and i actually think that with how i take care of myself it's yeah. going to be before then no 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 i really do feel that way well you're very um, young now so that awareness will just be aware of that and saying that out loud yeah. will change the course but of history but i got mad joint pain right oh now. me too my bones, you want my some tiger bomb oh, you got some you know i got some tiger bomb <laughs> okay all right <laughs> well yes. i think that's a great place to end yeah, a very full yeah. circle <laughs> i have an image in my head about this childhood home between the forest and the farm mm-hmm. and it's such a beautiful picture for me so thank you for taking me there yeah and sharing this time with me yeah I really thanks for having it. me on this is fun all right <laughs> thanks i mean i miss being like it's like making love to a dolphin i'm looking for my dinner